On today's 30 Minute Music Marketing, do you really need anyone else to help you with your music career? We're going to find out. Cue title sequence. 30 Minute Music Marketing. For musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. Hi, I'm Greg. Hello, I'm Sheldon, and this is 30 Minute Music Marketing, the show for independent artists and DIY musicians who want to get better at marketing their you. music. That's you. We're back after our short little, I think it was a two-week break. I've spent 10 lovely nights in Menorca. Be beautiful uh, weather this time of year. It was like 26 degrees. Stop it. It's not 26 degrees now. I'm back That's on, why he's wearing a body warmer Back inside. on my body warmer. I'm not saying, you know, the, the, the room that we're filming in is cold, but I'm just glad this light's on because it does provide a modicum of heat. You're so we're back today with a deep dive, and back all sort of nicely refreshed. And it, that sort of links in some respects to, to what we uh, want to talk about today. Because the difficulties that you have when you're a DIY musician, for the, the, the it's the, the why in DIY, it's yourself. You're expected yes. to do pretty much all aspects of your music career and your Promotion. music marketing. And in some respects, in terms of the musicians that you're competing against, the one thing that I don't think anybody necessarily talks enough about is the fact that the, the music business and the music industry isn't necessarily a level playing field. Because if you're um, there at home as a DIY artist, you are directly competing for the ears and for the attention of the audience at home. And your competition could very well be, you know, professionally multi-million selling artists, whether they be Billie Eilish or the Foo Fighters or Metallica, even though they're on a little break at the moment. And so, again, for the, the, the audience the people that you're trying to contact, that you are in direct competition for the attention with people who are basically running, you know, massive multi-million pound operations. And there's you on your own from home base. And <laughs> your little office. If you've achieved, well, this, A, this is sort of hopefully bolstering in some way. If you've re received any level of success in, in terms of what you're trying to do so far, a massive round of applause because the direct equivalent is if you set up a burger stand directly next door to to a McDonald's, which is a massive, you know, pan global um, operation. Pan global. Well, I don't know. It's it's a big company. It's a big company. I, multi, I, you know, multi billion pound industry, and there's you on your own doing your best with what you've got, and you're obviously in a situation whereby you're trying to educate yourself as much as possible in order to improve your activities and your level of marketing, trying to bring your music to the attention of more and more people. And what will generally happen is, is that you will work and work and hopefully try and reach a level whereby your business, let's use the, the, the business word, or your musical activities, get to such a state whereby you can't necessarily do it all on your yourself. own. So once you, when you've reached that particular stage or when you haven't got the time that you feel as though you need in order to do it, then you potentially need to start reaching out to other people and getting other parties more directly involved with your 
in order to try and expand your are we, business. Are we talking about a collaborative effort here? Collaborative efforts. The, the, you know, we always use the phrase DIY artists. And what I've heard some people use is, is that once you reach a certain level, it's not do it yourself, it's do it together. Who are you going to do and expand your music career Sort of with and the, you know, the, the main reasons why you'd be reaching out and trying to use more external parties rather than trying to do it all yourself is that they will have a level of expertise and experience that you won't necessarily well, have. There's another thing is that it's also a better distribution of your time. I mean, I've seen bands in the past spend weeks designing artwork that could have been their time could have been better spent promoting yeah. the material and got someone maybe from Fiverr just to design the artwork for them. So time's an important factor. As I say, expertise and experience. So you obviously run a recording studio. And multimedia suite. I and multimedia. Sorry, I, I was just concentrating on that. And the idea is that, you know, one could record at home, but you would go to a, a, a professional recording studio because not only would they have better gear, but they also have a level of expertise that you probably won't You're going have. to oh. accomplish more in the same amount of time. Yeah, and again, there's back to time. And also, you know, reaching out to other people, you will probably gain access to a level of industry contact, perhaps. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You when might not have. When you're doing stuff at home or you're rehearsing in, a, in your garage or something like that, you're never meeting anybody. Mm. You literally are. And also, you're probably not going to take your... I'm going to keep saying it, time, effectively, because well, it doesn't really matter because it hasn't cost me anything. Yeah. But it has. It's cost you time. And if you can use that time to focus and improve on maybe areas where you're lacking or to actually devote to the the actual process of marketing and bringing your music to a to a sort of a, a wider audience. So, so, as I say, hopefully for, for all artists... There will be a level of continual improvement and expansion of your business. So you now need to right, seriously start looking at expanding your team, as it were. So probably the first person I would try and get on board would be a videographer. Simply for the, the, the you know, in terms of content, content is king, video is king. So when you say video, do you mean like a band video or do you mean... Well, I, I, would, I would suggest that, you know, if you maybe initially sort of releasing music, you wouldn't, I wouldn't go to the expense of um, maybe getting a fully produced music video in the first instance. And when I say videographer, I would mean some sort of service maybe like yourself, who would record a series of performances in maybe right. sort of like a rehearsal sort of environment. But the simple reason that live you... Live lounges. Like a, yeah, li a live lounge is the, uh, is the maybe the, the, the name that we that you'd use and, and other people might be familiar with. Because you might spend a £1,000 on a, on a music video and for that you could probably get many, many, many individual... Perform, you know, you might be able to get eight, oh, yeah. six, seven, eight. Well, yeah, you could probably get probably nine if you were on for the same kind of money. For the, for the, for the same kind of money. So you're going to get more. But bringing in someone who will have better sort of um, video equipment, lighting, the time to, to edit sort of professionally. So, yes, but by all means, start with, you know, your own sort of DIY efforts. 
potentially using nothing more than your actual phone. But I think a videographer will be the first person I would necessarily bring on board to, to try and take it to the year, to the next level. Uh, you could employ the services of some sort of social media person if you are finding that a, you haven't necessarily got the time to devote to social media or you find that your social media skills are somewhat lacking and I do know some musicians who just don't necessarily want to deal with that just side some. of things. Well, a, a lot, perhaps. Okay. Are you touting yourself here? Oh no, no I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't want to do. I don't want to do any of that. I've already got. I've got enough on my plate. I've. I've started. One of the reasons I'm. I'm talking about this is I'm starting to do more of this and farm things out to other people. Right, but okay. I, I do do some social media work for. For, for one other band as part of a, a range of other activities Fair. that I do for them because the, the band in in question either don't necessarily have the time or don't have that level of social media expertise that I might have. I wouldn't necessarily say hand your social media account over to anybody. I'd beware potentially of just general services. You know, somebody who, you know, as in they might look after a range of local businesses. They haven't got maybe the music-specific mm knowledge that you might sort of necessarily need but and i and also if you you might find the right particular social media person who's able to run your uh, paid traffic and facebook ads if that's something you're not not necessarily okay as well um next person you could potentially think about is some sort of pr person somebody who you know has a range of contacts and who might be able to uh, write not only write your press releases, but also distribute those out to certain people in you know in terms of the the, the media or, or radio. Or, but only I was just going to say the services of those sorts of people would only be useful if you're already at a certain level. If you're getting a, maybe a good number of shows mm. and you're maybe getting a bit of interest in terms of, you know, from certain aspects of the media, it may well be that they potentially potentially have the contacts to enable you to reach a bigger audience yeah. than you potentially would do on their own. Because that's really what your, and this is for the next one as well the, the, on my list, which is for the pluggers. And it used to be just radio pluggers, but now we have playlist pluggers and all those sorts of things. One thing I was going to say about the PR in terms of like, so for example, in Warrington, there's Wham, um, Lee, the guy that runs it, uh, met him for the first time, although we've spoken loads via Messenger, met him at the first time at Rivfest at the weekend. And, you know, and he's uh, he shares what we do to kind of bigs us up. So thanks, Lee. Um, he, you know, that would be a way of being able to get into an inroad to then kind of get stuff out because he's going to know loads of people and I'm sure there are going to be similar things in most towns, wouldn't yeah. you think? Yeah. So, I mean, that's a way of, I mean, it's PR to an extent, but it's not, it's improving your contact base yes. without necessarily it, paying a load of money for it. If you're dealing with any sort of PR company, the, there are good PR companies, there are bad PR companies, there are people who will just take a press release and just email it to 500 people and there will never be any sort of response again. Yeah. But the, you know, the, the best PR companies have a, a range of personal contacts and as I said, that's really what you're paying for. You're paying for the fact that they know 
people at different mm. publications, websites, potentially radio stations, and therefore they have an in where you don't necessarily have an in. And if you if you have the money and if you your career has reached such a stage whereby you think you might be able to use that as a bit of leverage, mm-hmm. then that sort of investment might be something that you should be thinking about. And there are also companies which offer what I would refer to as label services. Now, I use um, a, a type of company of this who look after my online merch and my merch shop. So so my if you, if you go to my band's website uh, and you order a T-shirt from there, I don't, I don't go into my garage and go, oh, right, Greg's ordered a... Uh, Greg's ordered a medium. I'll have to. I'll have to find that. I'll have to put it in a in a jiffy bag, and I'll right. have to print a. Um... So, do they hold stock? Yes. Oh right. So, do you have to order the stock and then get it to them? I have to make sure that the stock is in their warehouse. But every time I release a CD, I'll send several hundred off to them. So, so right. they, you know, are the all the services that used to be provided by labels who were signed to labels, there are now companies who offer those label services to independent So do they just take, like, a a fee? They will take a a commission. Right, okay, per sale. Per sale. But but they hand they they literally handle everything. It's it's a total and utter so weight off the, my the, mind. The I suppose the advantage of that is that they will have the the the, the security for your payments online yes. and stuff like that, which is obviously quite an important thing these days. So yeah, that makes sense. And I, I suppose it's a bit like me being able to do, and you for your merch being able to take card payments via PayPal, and we just pay a fee on the transaction mm. rather than continually paying, even though we have, might not have sold anything. So I think ultimately, as we, as we sort of reach a conclusion, you really do have to think of of your time. How much is your time worth, and is it worth for the amount of time that it'll take you to do, as I say, all these particular jobs? Is it worth in? I'm going to say spending. Let's use the word investing. investing yes. Is it worth investing that amount? or a, a amount of money in order to free up that time for you to do something else is the free you know is the the freedom that that time is going to allow you is that going to be worth more than investing an equivalent amount of money it's going to be it's going to be di- yeah i do yeah, it's going to be different for everybody yeah Going back to the example of a band who spent a lot of time on their artwork and didn't spend any time on their marketing, you know, the result by just looking at plays, I think would, you know, I don't think the money saved was worth the cost of the time spent. Mm. And the, the, the listening figures would back that up. So, like, like I say, it's going to be different for for each and every one of you out there. But it's something to it's something to be continually thinking about. Is it going to be worth investing in order to take these activities off my hands? Perhaps place it in the hands of someone who is going to make a better job of it than myself. Place it in the hands of somebody who has got better contact. Again, if you if you need to reach a, a wider audience, freeing you up to either do something that you want to do or to get better at something that you need to get better at in order to to be a uh, you know a, a more fully rounded musician or to get a, a better level of expertise in another aspect of your your music career and the other thing is you're also you are going to let people know that you exist 
So because mm. you're going to get out speaking to people and build up your contact base, which can't be a bad thing. Something to think about for each and every person at home. That'll just about uh, round it up for well, today, I let think. let us know your thoughts. Have you used anyone? Have you got any experience of using Fiverr? Have you ever been ripped off by anybody? Ooh, tell us, uh, tell us your tales. Oh, go on. Uh, pour your heart out to us. Okay, well, thanks for watching. Uh, smash that subscribe button, and we will see you next week to discuss more ways of improving your music marketing and stuff. And aspects of your musical independent artist career. Thanks very much indeed. We'll see you next time. See you then. Bye bye. Bye bye.